Dr. Mike here. So you know, when it comes to living forever-ish, you gotta know what's in and you gotta know what's out. Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Forever-ish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and I'm with my co-host, Dr. Crystal Gossert. Hello. So today we're going to talk about the ins and outs of living forever-ish. Three things you want to do. We call those the ins, and one thing you don't want to do, we call that the out. The first in for living forever-ish, again, Dr. Crystal, we talk about this a lot, and there's good reason for talking about it, and it's the Mediterranean diet, right? Over and over again, this approach to eating every day, this lifestyle approach to food, the Mediterranean style, very beneficial, whole body benefits, but but there's something specific that's being reported now for Alzheimer's patients, right? Yes, well, for our listeners um, who may not have heard of the Mediterranean diet. It's a way of eating based on traditional cuisine of Greece and Italy and other countries around the Mediterranean Sea. Um, but, you know, researchers started studying the, the eating patterns in those areas because they had less heart disease and stroke. Um, and so their diet is plant-based, not all plant-based though. You can still have some meat, uh, fresh fatty fish, whole grains, vegetables, uh, fruit, nuts, seeds. Um, and, you know, they kind of eat together mm, yeah. with their yeah. with their friends and with their family. That was big. Um, you know, I'm, I'm half of my, you know, I'm 50% Greek. Well, we're Albanian, Greek Albanian, kind of a oh. mix, but, um, you know, mm -hmm. very similar lifestyles. Um, you know, the Mediterranean approach to food was definitely something my grandma followed and i mean she didn't know she was following it she just that was what they ate that's how they did it but it, food i mean every meal every day was that was her thing she you know big meals big lunches big dinners everybody you know if you were working you came home for lunch and you got at the table and you know every every time we ate it was a celebration right and i think the takeaway message it's real food number one um it's fresh food and you still can eat. And that's the great part. It's not like, you know, it's not starvation. Yeah, and, no. you know, you're hungry and you're necessarily, you're not counting calories. It's just, it's a way of life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so and tell so, us, well, how, what's the connection now then to Alzheimer's? There's some new research, right? Yes, a 2021 study published in the Journal of Neurology. And they looked at uh, 512 participants, average age of 70, and they completed food frequency questionnaire. Now the researchers assessed their, uh, their brains through MRI. So they had brain scans to look at their brain volume. They were given neurological tests to examine their cognitive abilities. And then what's really unique is they tested the participants uh, for biomarkers for beta amyloid and tau proteins. Yeah, nice. Very and, nice. And, and so we do know that beta amyloid tau proteins, those are those proteins that characterize Alzheimer's disease. Right. And so they were specifically looking at these markers, right? These markers that are associated with the disease. Yes. And what they found, 
which is not really uh, that shocking, people who ate an unhealthy diet had higher markers of amyloid beta and tau proteins in their cerebrospinal fluid compared to those who followed a Mediterranean diet. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not shocking, but it is still shocking that we have to remind ourselves every day to eat healthy. <laughs> I mean, that's what's kind of shocking. I mean, we over and over again, we see, you know, not just the Mediterranean diet, just, you know, eating healthy in general, right? It's well, so yes. important. And, you know? and what they found is the people who ate unhealthy had smaller, their brains, smaller hippocampus volume. And, you know, that's the area involved, um, responsible for thinking and memory. Yeah. So that, so right there, I mean, very, I mean, it, it, so, wow, what that, that is good research. So when you, when you see that, you know, you, you might think, okay, anybody who's at risk for Alzheimer's, it run maybe, it, maybe it runs in your family. Maybe you have uh, the beginnings of it. Boy, switching to that Mediterranean style diet could be powerful. But then I'm also going to say, I think all of us should approach food this way. I don't, I don't know if it really matters about my risk for Alzheimer's or not. Cause it just, once again, the Mediterranean style diet is proven out to be so beneficial. Yes. So let's move on to in number two for living forever ish. And it's immunotherapy. This is one of the most promising new treatments in the war against cancer. Tell us about what's uh, what's, what's new out there with immunotherapy. Well, you know, as our, this segment of um, Live Forever-ish, we are highlighting articles from the magazine, the Life Extension magazine. And so this was an article that stood out because it highlights a case. It actually presents a case study uh, from a cancer patient who received immunotherapy and went into complete remission from their cancer, chronic lymphocytic leukemia. And I, I think it's important that we, uh, that life extension is kind of highlighting this therapy because it's not something that you will hear about yeah. from your, your typical doctor. You find out you have cancer. They probably won't, won't, mentioned, or they may not mention immunotherapy um, because it's new, still being researched, um, but it's basically using the body's, um, it's boosting the body's own immune system, uh, improving the body's ability to find and destroy cancer cells. Right. I mean, you have, in a sense, a built-in anti-cancer system, right? I mean, anti-infection, anti-cancer system, it's your, it's your immune cells and the, the better they can coordinate, recognize the cancer, fight the cancer, you know, often people do very well. And by the way, this case study, chronic lymphocytic leukemia in older adults, especially women is a tougher one to treat. Mm. And so seeing that there was a complete remission with immunotherapy is very, very, very promising. And I, th I just, I, you know, I, I just, I hope we speed this up, Dr. Crystal. I mean, there's, there's some decent studies out there now supporting immunotherapy, um, you know, mostly in the bloodborne cancers. I think mm -hmm. more research is going to happen now in of the solid organ cancers like liver as an example. Um, but I think I think the downside to all of this right now is just access to to the therapy, to information. Um, even insurance is is pretty behind the ball on all of this. 
Um, so hopefully we get we get more research, get it published quick, and it's a it's a shift in how we approach cancer treatment in a lot of people. I think it's important. I agree, Dr. Mike. So in number three for living forever-ish, I like this one. It's a superfood. Now, the minute I say superfood, most people probably think about vegetables. Right. Pomegranate. Right? Yeah, or fruits or yeah, whatever. Right? And so, but but believe it or not, there is a superfood that is a fish. And it's one of my favorite. And it's one of, I think it's one of your favorites too, Dr. Crystal. I think yes. you like it. And of course, I'm talking about salmon. Woo! Salmon. Yes. Why tonight? Yeah, I think that sounds good. Why are we listing this as a superfood now? Well, it because it contains beneficial omega-3s, antioxidants such as astaxanthin. It's packed with vitamins and minerals. Uh, and so, yes, you're getting a good source of core nutrients in this food. Yeah. I and and, and now is there a debate or is there is there some evidence showing um, the different ways salmon is produced now, right? So you have farm and you have, what is it? Just free, free range salmon. I'm not sure what the word is, but. Just wild, wild. Just caught. wild. Yeah, wild. <laughs> yeah. So you have, you have farm versus wild. Is, is there, I mean, do, I mean, what do you think? I, I mean, I don't know. To me, it just sounds better to do wild, but wh where's the research in, in choosing your salmon? Well, it's one is the wild caught is not often readily available at your local grocery store um, yeah, year round. You know, yeah. you, you would have to you would have access to wild caught during uh, salmon season. So you always want to look out for that. Um, so I try not to have people box themselves in. Ideally, you want the wild caught um, because the farm raised fish in general, not just salmon, you know, the, the farmers <laughs> are introducing, <laughs> you know, antibiotics. Sometimes they're exposed to more pesticides. They're not eating the, the natural food that's found in the wild. They're, they're eating, you know, the, the feed that the, the farmer at the fishery is giving them. And so it's, it's always a better option. Yeah, to go with I agree. Nature. Yeah. I, and they also, the feed can, it has stuff in it that makes the flesh more pink in yes. the farm, in the farm raised ones to the point where sometimes you look at it at the store and you're, it's almost like neon pink. It's like, I don't know if that's right, <laughs> but we know, you know, the salmon's a superfood. As Dr. Crystal said, it contains astaxanthin, which we've talked about before. So important for heart disease, but it's packed with, you know, vitamin B12, vitamin D, selenium, niacin. I mean, it's just, you know, salmon is definitely, it's, it's a big healthy bang for your buck. Yes. It you know, those omega threes will help with inflammation, the astaxanthin, powerful antioxidant, as you mentioned. Um, but I love, it's great for energy, you know, with the B12, over 100% of your daily value in, in one serving. 
Yeah, that's no, that was impressive. I didn't realize it was that much. So salmon is definitely a superfood. You can put that on the list. And that is in number three for living forever-ish. Now, if you do want to live forever-ish, which is living longer, healthier, stronger lives, there's some things you don't want, some things you want to avoid. And one of them is too much cortisol. Again, we've talked about this a lot, but there's some new research indicating that cortisol, both acute and chronic, right? Can really affect your skin and your hair. Tell us about that. So many people turn to skincare creams and, you know, they're getting all these facials and procedures and all that stuff to try to manage their wrinkles, make their skin look young and vibrant, but they aren't managing their stress properly. And I think this is just that reminder that if you really want the best results, you have to look inward. And stress mm -hmm. is something, especially the cortisol, which is the stress hormone that's what's produced when you uh, have to, to deal with stress when you're in a stressful situation. Um, it can thin your skin. It can, you know, cause wrinkles, coloration, dark coloration under the eyes. So you're wondering, why do I have you know, dark circles. Think this about could be stress. one of the reasons. Yeah, it could be one of the, I like to think of it this way. So people associate cortisol with kind of the outward behavior of it, the anxiety, you know, I just feel anxious, that kind of stuff. I'm stressed. I'm, ah, I'm freaking out. But it, but all of that is also happen happening internally at the cell level. Cortisol in a sense is making the cell freak out you know, making the cell feel anxious, right? And that builds up inflammation, oxidative stress. And so you, yeah, it makes sense that you start to see the effects in your skin and in your hair, even in your gut, right? These are, mm -hmm. these are cells that are being reproduced a lot. And so there's just a lot of stress on them anyway. So cortisol just doesn't help if there's right. too much, right? Yeah. So that's cortisol. Um, what's one of your favorite, obviously stress reduction, behavioral modification, those kind of things, exercise, meditation, mindfulness, but um, specifically about supplements, what do you like to suggest? What are your, some of your favorite? Uh, well, there's a combination of lychee and green tea extract. Um, it's a blend that can actually reduce cortisol. So it's almost like, um, yes, managing the stress, but if you stress is something that in many cases we can't avoid, but we can target that, um, that stress hormone. Mm, and that's yeah. kind of what you find with the lychee green tea extract is helping to decrease some of that excess stress that is produced. And there, and there's clinical data that shows that reduction, right? Yes. I yep, think at, what, at about a hundred milligrams at about a hundred milligrams of green tea extract. Yeah. So there's clinical evidence that this combo can actually lower cortisol levels, right? Yes. And that's at the end of the day, that's kind of what, what we're aiming to do. So definitely watch your stress level. It's not good for you. Um, whole body wise, but it definitely affects your skin and your hair. So that is our three ins and an out for living forever-ish. Don't forget, you can go to liveforeverish.com where you can download all kinds of podcasts. You can like, you can share, you can comment, and please subscribe. 
so you never miss a show. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.